You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Most of you know that I come from a pretty sexually liberated family, so I guess it's not weird for me to talk about sex with my mom, but that is usually a topic that I think most of us avoid, not Cam and Karen from Sex Talk with My Mom. This is such a fun podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, they have the talk that will make you laugh and open up the conversation around sex. They have been interviewed on Tosh.0, The Today Show, and featured as a top sex podcast in publications like Esquire, Huffington Post, Pop Sugar, LA Mag, and more. Here's a little glimpse into what they're all about. Mom, what does bad cum taste like? You know when you accidentally burp and you have something come back up from the earlier in the day? Yeah. That's what it tastes like, okay? Oh, no. We host a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. It's not sex with my mom. It's sex talk with my mom. No, you one, thought, no one thought it was sex with my mom. Just a mom and a son chit-chatting about sex. Not just sex, uncomfortable conversations. Our goal is to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Here are some clips from our show. What I would prefer is like a very intimate connection. I, I would oh prefer fucking God. phone sex or some or Why video sex. Why don't you go sex. watch the notebook and get off? If you look at the picture in a certain angle, it looks like I have like a bulge in my underwear pussy area. <laughs> you want to have? You're sleep. very opinionated. You want to have weed sex? I don't care. You talking about this stuff with your mom is so weird. That's why we do this. Check out Sex Talk with My Mom. Wherever you listen to podcasts and also on TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> okay. and YouTube. Mom, check out Sex Talk with My Mom. Hi, I'm Holly Randall, and welcome to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is a show about sex, the adult industry, and the people in it. I'm a 21-year veteran of this fascinating little industry, and as the eldest child of the trailblazing erotic photographer Suze Randall, you could say I grew up in it. So forget everything you think you know about porn, because this show is going to change your mind. My guests are some of the biggest names in the industry, and we unabashedly reveal the real behind-the-scenes stories. The funny, the inspiring, the tragic, and the bizarre. Everyone has an opinion about sex work, but few people actually listen to the sex workers. So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered. Hello, everybody, coming to you from the ABN show floor 2023. This is day number three. I have the lovely Kylie LeBeau here with us today. Kylie, how you doing? Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm doing great. It's nice seeing everybody. Yeah. No? It's kind of, is it weird being back at ABN, like after the world stopped from COVID and all right? of that? It's a little strange. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, it's... It's kind of, I, I have that homey kind of feeling, you know, mm-hmm. seeing everyone again. It's like um, a high school reunion kind It of really thing, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like this new space, though. It's yeah. uh, It's uh, spaced out and... I don't know. I feel like there's more room, you know? 100% there's more yeah. room. Remember, yeah. like, we couldn't walk through the through the aisles before. No. It was so jam-packed. The hallway, it yeah, it was madness. Yeah, so yeah. it's definitely, definitely nicer and a little more spaced out. Mm-hmm. So, Kylie, you took a little bit of a break from shooting, but you're back now. I am back. Tell yes. us about tell us about this um, return that you're that you're doing. Well, um, I kind of took a break just to well, full disclosure. Um, I have a blog and I talk about like my uh, surgeries that I have. I just had rhino, a septal rhinoplasty mm-hmm. um, and a fat transfer to my face, mm-hmm. so I had to take a little time off uh, to heal. But I'm back, better than ever, and yeah. I'm ready to work. Um, but uh, mostly, I, I, I've been camming with my fiance, Casey Kisses. Mm-hmm. Who, if you guys haven't seen, I did a fabulous episode with her and Joanna Angel um, about her movie, Casey, which won a bunch of awards last it year, did. right? Yeah, she has seven AVNs. Amazing. Amazing. That's <laughs> yes. so fucking cool. Yeah, very cool. What's it like having a relationship with somebody else in the adult industry? Because I know that like dating can be hard for sex workers, and sometimes it's easier to date somebody who's also in the sex work industry. And some people have told me that that's almost like more difficult like how has it been for you two for for us i don't know it's i for us to me it's it's been pretty easy um before porn um actually when i entered the industry um or sorry uh my fiance casey kisses actually um 
got me in um, in the industry. Uh, prior to porn, I was actually doing graphic design work. And uh, when I met her, I was actually doing freelance graphic design. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of proposed the idea to me to go on cam with her. And I'm a total exhibitionist. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea. Yeah. So I went on to the first show with like a masquerade mask. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't at the time yeah. tell my family yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. So the after. Big leap to make in the stigma is real. Oh, Can't yeah. Back oh, yeah. Online. But thankfully, I've got, like, a very open family, and, you know, they love me regardless. But after I told them about it, the mask was gone. So, um, uh, but, yeah, like I was saying, prior to porn, um, I was doing graphic work. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm like, so, um, but anyway, it, it's pretty easy for us to navigate our relationship. Yeah. Because I wasn't a se in sex work prior. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, she, she opened the door for me. Yeah. Um, in that sense, mm -hmm. but it's been pretty easy for us. I mean, I think it's all about communication and trust. Yeah. That's what you really need, and that's what's going to help you um, in any relationship, really. Yeah, no, so. that's absolutely true. I think sometimes, uh, I mean, I definitely found this to be the case with swingers, and actually, mm -hmm. Dr. David Lay, who's a, a therapist um, that I have had, sex therapist I've had on my podcast, has talked about how he has found, you know, in his work with couples that swingers tend to have better communication skills because they're in a situation where you have to talk about sex, right? Yeah. And you have to talk about boundaries. And I think in most, like, normal monogamous relationships, people don't talk about that kind of stuff. I, that's You know that's what I mean? True. Like, sex is, like, something that isn't really discussed. It's, like, a weird, awkward thing and I think things are just assumed and people's needs aren't met and they don't feel comfortable talking about it so I find it interesting that um, you know people sometimes that work in, in sex work and have like poly relationships in one way or another tend to have like healthier relationships oh yeah I feel like I've, I'm the most open that I've been in any relationship uh, with her yeah because we have such different needs yeah and uh, it's just very easy to communicate with her. Yeah, I feel um, we both just feel like we're soulmates. So yeah, I guess that kind of makes it easy. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Um, it'll be five years this uh, this September. Oh my god! Yeah, exciting. That's yeah. very cool. Thank you. And you said fiance. Have you guys made like plans for the wedding yet? We do have wedding plans. Uh, it will be next year mm -hmm. um, on an island. You know, it's gonna be like a little private ceremony. Oh, that's so cool. But yeah, I love that. So. <laughs> As somebody who's been married twice and has never had a wedding, I hope that you have an amazing wedding. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you only have it once in your life, supposedly. Well, but, yeah. you know, just make it count. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got beautiful plans. Um, it's going to be on uh, Hawaiian Islands because we, we go there uh, annually. So, yeah. It just means something to us. It's very sentimental. So, yeah. And we're getting our close family there. So. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we're both just excited that. about it. Yeah. I love that. So uh, you mentioned that you were doing graphic design before you came into um, the adult industry. What was that transition like from like the corporate world to porn? Honestly, it was it was pretty easy uh, because my final job. So let me just let you guys fill you guys in. Uh, so prior to porn, I was doing pre-press production, publication design, and then finally I was working in the architecture industry doing 2D design and social media management. Mm -hmm. So they were laying off people. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty easy for me to kind of transition right, right. into doing freelance graphic work. And then I ended up meeting my fiance, who is a, a you know a cam, cam performer as well as an adult performer. Mm -hmm. And then that's how I kind of got my foot in the door with cam. And then uh, I eventually got an agent and then started doing scenes. Mm -hmm. So, but not very many scenes, mm -hmm. by the way. I've only done like maybe a handful of scenes. Mm -hmm. So, which is why I'm trying to, you know, push my, my name now. Right, right. <laughs> um, are you, do you, do you feel like you're happier in this new career path? Does it feel like it's more suited to you? 100%. I've always felt like I wanted to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. I, you know, just working towards someone else's goal just did not seem like yeah. my dream. So yeah. this just kind of fell in my lap. And I'm, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. So, yeah. and I'm motivated, self-motivated. So I will just constantly go, 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 Yeah, you know, and, and give myself tasks to do and, you know, 
yeah. manage myself. One thing that I think people don't actually realize about being an adult star, especially these days with these personal content platforms that everybody's using, OnlyFans, et cetera, and then you know, eventually Joy City once we open up the metaverse to everybody, um, is that like porn stars really are like small business owners now. Oh yeah, and and personal entrepreneurs like. And, and they don't, and unlike a lot of um, celebrities in, like, the mainstream space, you guys don't have managers for the most part. For like the most, most part, of you no. don't have managers. No. You don't, and so you have to figure out everything on your own. Yes, you need, you definitely need to have time management skills. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, and then just make sure you have a good head on your shoulders mm-hmm. so that you're not, you know, going... Falling by the wayside. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm constantly giving myself goals for the day, mm-hmm. you know, to complete, just so that I'm not falling back, you know, behind on whatever goals I have. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's you know, it, it's a it is a struggle at times, but uh, it's definitely very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um, speaking of uh, Joy City, since I just brought up the metaverse, you actually understand what the metaverse oh, is yeah. you have like i have an oculus an oculus because some you know it's a new space and a lot of people don't you know there's a learning curve a lot of people don't know oh, what yeah. it is so um what are your thoughts on like the idea of an adult metaverse like what what do you see happening with that i think it's awesome i feel like it's well uh when the pandemic happened you know it was very difficult for us to communicate with one another and kind of build that relationship so i feel like you know, when I put on the Oculus and I enter the metaverse, it, it is kind of like a way to build relationships with people. You are, you know, uh, it's very much like the real world, except you're at home yeah. or wherever you may be. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it. It's, uh, and I honestly can't wait for Joy City. I, I started following you guys, so <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, we're very excited to open up the platform to all creators. We're just moving at a slower pace so that we can make sure everything's, you know, working properly and um any little kinks are ironed out because it is crazy like it's it's a whole new world and it's something that's never really been done before and um there's just a lot to it and there's so many like amazing opportunities for monetization and interaction with your fans and so it's just like it's just there's a lot behind it but it's like a whole new world oh it's so exciting yes it's so exciting Uh, are you going to the awards on Saturday? I am, yes. And uh, have you picked out your dress and everything? No, I am a, a last minute Wait a minute, shopper. Girl, it's Friday. I know. Your I'm going right after this. I know. I know. I've been so busy. I've been. I've just been swamped. So, yeah. but I'm sure I'll find something. Yeah. You know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you look beautiful no matter what you wear. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kylie. Can you tell everybody where they can find you online, please? Oh yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Kylie LeBeau, K Y L I E L E B E A U. I know it's it's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> on Instagram, my Instagram is Kylie LeBeau TV, and uh, I also have a YouTube channel um, and OnlyFans, OnlyKylie.com. But you can find all my links on my Twitter. Fantastic. Yes. I am here with the one and only Sean Alf. Hi, Sean. Hello. Hey. How are you? You know, I knew you were going to ask that question because I'm psychic. <laughs> and I thought about it today. I was like, how am I going to answer this question of how I am today? Yeah. I looked because it you up. need to make it different. You right. can't just say fine. Yeah. No. Because no. I'm not fine. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but You're here. Yeah. You're, in, you're working in the adult industry. <laughs> Clearly, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I I looked it up and uh, ten years ago was my first AVN mm. and I was a nobody, uh, you know, one of these people getting interviews, you know, getting mm. five second slots, and so just kind of seeing the difference, the comparison of like then versus now, and how many people I've met, and just where the weird your journey goes just by saying yes to things, and yeah. you know, for me, what's always driven me is like what makes for the most interesting story, which is kind of how I started writing about porn is just mm-hmm. because that was the stuff I would talk to at parties. People want to know more about porn. I was like, yeah. well, this is an interesting thing. So, yeah, kind of just led me down this journey, and now I'm here with you. Yeah, so I have to say I'm very disappointed that you did not show up in your bright gold Speedos with Robbie trying to, like, <laughs> twerk, dry hump people. I, I- <laughs> I loved those clips that you were doing. Did you put those on TikTok? Yeah, so we... <laughs> did you get them deleted? Yes, yeah, we got them deleted I immediately. But it was a little too were, aggressive for TikTok. They were very, very good. Yeah, very, very... 
The the speedos that I get are um, bulge accentuating. I like to say. Oh, okay. So they're they're kind of cut to to you know fit the man shape, and uh, I wear those and I always have extra, so I'll put Robbie in some, mm-hmm. and he's just down to do anything. So we'll we'll put them on and just go hump people's legs. But you know, I, I didn't want to do it at the convention just because I don't know. I, I do it. I feel like people would expect it here, so I have to do it at a place that people aren't going to expect it. Maybe. Right. So here I'm dressed in my cardigan. Yes. And uh, completely dressed up. But who knows? Maybe. I mean, I'll... you're not wearing a cardigan, but okay. I, I, t- I was wearing it earlier. To you're hide wearing my it earlier. Sweat stains. So you're wearing a my uh, anxiety. <laughs> you're wearing a button-down. Button-down. Yeah. Let's yeah. be let's be clear about what you're wearing. <laughs> is, it, is his cardigan invisible? <laughs> I was wearing a cardigan. Okay. It's kind of it's my style. Where's a cardigan to a porn convention? I I don't know if you know this about me. I'm kind of the Mr. Rogers of porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Completely wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) Just wandered in here and just too innocent for this whole industry. But well, innocent no more because you transitioned to being somebody who worked extensively behind the camera. Right. I know that you were a very successful script writer, um, and. then you just took your dick out on camera. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. And the cameras were rolling, and I was like, hold on a second. Let me, <laughs> let me take my dick out, because it's ready. It's, I've been waiting 10 years <laughs> to unleash this bad boy on porn. <laughs> Mainly, I just wanted to meet people and get them to know me on not a dick level, and then traumatize them by showing them. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I mean to see that. But yeah, so the story of what happened was I was working for Balesa, um, one of the directors I work for, mainly Jackie St. James, who has really helped me out in this industry, she works exclusively for Balesa now. And they reached out to me. They wanted to do a series about a guy who wasn't in porn getting into porn. And I wrote him this long email about how uh, I have high anxiety. I'm uh, 40 years old. Uh, I have a very average dick. <laughs> I am the, the last person that's going to be a porn star. And they're like, that's exactly why we want you. <laughs> like... Okay, and I'm like, I mean, I may, I don't know how I'm gonna do. Like, we, I really have no idea. I could just fail every scene. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's that's what we want to see. Okay. Oh, great, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's, that's good to know. He like he, but the problem was the first scene I did really well, and he was almost disappointed <laughs> because like, he can wanted, we shoot that again? Yeah, and yeah. Your dick like not get hard. But don't worry, there, there's definitely a few where I'm like, my dick eventually gets hard, but you know, I takes a minute. I get anxious. You know, you just, and you can't predict it. And it's just this, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's so hard to explain to women because I don't know what the, the metaphor would be. Like maybe trying to get your nipples hard on command, but that even then yeah. you could just or use even ice. Yeah, getting like wet, you know, I mean but that. women can get wet. I don't know if you've seen like the plethysmograph studies, but women will get wet for anything. And the theory is wait, like. Wait, what? So. There's like there's less rhyme or reason. So they've shown okay. like they put this thing on a guy's dick and they show him videos and like whatever he's into, his dick will get hard for him, right. basically. But they did the same thing for women and to measure like how wet they get or how much blood flows and it's completely unpredictable and the idea is that like if you're in a violent situation or you're going to get raped, it's better that you're wet. Oh wow. So that you don't injure yourself. So it's like a way the body's way of protecting right. itself. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're turned on. Right. Okay. Wow, that's really interesting. I haven't heard about that study. Yeah. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always said, you know, that the male performance job is so difficult. And I'm sure you have had, you know, many guys ask you about getting into the industry. I get these DMs all the time. Constantly. Constantly. Want to be a porn star. And I'm like, you know, it's really, like, not as easy as you think it is. So, what was your experience? Like, you said the first one went well, and then after that you struggled sometimes? Yeah, it had, like, I, I think it was, like... One in four that it would take me a second to get hard. I just needed to go to like a different room and mm-hmm. calm down, yeah, get hard and come back. Um, but it's it's really hard to explain what it's like to try to get your dick hard on command with maybe somebody you just met yeah. for the first time while there's a camera rolling, while there's like a crew mm-hmm. waiting for you. And I still don't. I've only really shot for blessing, and I do a bunch of OnlyFans stuff. But that's a very different ball game than shooting for like. A vixen crew where there's yeah. 20 people on set. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know if I will ever get there. I know like it's kind of exposure therapy where you, uh, the more you do it, the less anxious you get. And right. I have like in the very, the before the first scene, two months out, I was having nightmares 
before. <laughs> and now, like, I don't really worry about it until the morning of. Right. And I'll still, like, people will reach out, and I'll wait for people to reach out that want to shoot with me. So at least I know that they want to have sex. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, at least I have that. Um, As opposed to you, like, being like, do you want to do a scene with them? And then being like... Okay. Yeah, they and like then feel bad. They right. don't want to let you down. Right, right, right. Nice guy. Like, right, and I never want to put people in that situation. Yeah. Um, so I wait for them to want to shoot with me, and then I just kind of want them like, hey, I'm like a normal dude, so it it could take me a second, which you know will be fine. But yeah, it's usually fine. But for me, I've always been much better as an underdog. So if people expect me to fail, I do way better. Oh, okay. The, so, like, I always so, like, you need, like, negative Yes. And I think that's partially why my, like, role in this industry, everybody just makes fun of me because I feel so much more comfortable than if you, like, compliment me. Like, right. if you make fun of me, I'm like, okay, yeah. they like me. But if you give me a compliment, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> so if you're expecting me to fail or what, I'm like, okay, this will be great. <laughs> this will be good. Psychology. Right, yeah. So if we're ever on a set together, just please be like, his dick's probably not going <laughs> to <laughs> I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be a good scene. <laughs> it sounds like you might be, like, really good for, like, a, uh, like a penis humiliation scene. You know, I would. Be. <laughs> well, the problem would be I'd probably be so relaxed that I'd start to get hard and be like, so you're into, like, people making fun of your dick. I'm like, ah. You know, there was one time somebody asked me to shoot content, and uh, it, I got there, and she was, like, ready to go 10 minutes from when I got in the door. It's like, I, I'm not quite ready yeah. yet. So, like, she started sucking my dick, and I was like... So we have a good, like, two minutes of her sucking a flaccid dick. And I was right. like, listen, if you want, just use that on your OnlyFans and then dub over, like, making fun of my dick. Because I'm sure so many people. But I was like, just never let me see that, please. Because I don't want <laughs> to know what you would say. But, I mean, in general, I think that's kind of my niche, too, in this industry. Is I'm, there's so many males with ego. And maybe that's what helps them be good performers is that they have that confidence. Yeah. For me, confidence has never worked. Mm. It doesn't feel natural for me to be confident. So I play, I'm very confident in not being confident. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just feel so much more comfortable when people don't expect me to be this like super stud. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. That's not a role. But I I bet that there's like some people that really, I can imagine though that guys would really relate to you because you know you. Say, I have to say I haven't seen your penis, so I can't. Well, say do you, whether we or can not change that. <laughs> I mean, I'd say whip it out right now, <laughs> yeah. but you know we are on YouTube and AVN has these strict like. We'll no do it under the table. Rules. I'll show you later. I got you. Okay. All right. Thank God. <laughs> but I would say that um, <laughs> Matt's trying to get you to whip it out now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's. I don't know if he's seen it. He's probably seen it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen it basically. So I can't say whether or not it's average. I don't know. Um, but I will say that, uh, you know, there's a lot, like a lot of guys watch porn and they, you know, have like a lot of nervousness around like these ridiculous monster dicks that they Mm -hmm. see. And so they look at these monster dicks like dread and then they look at their dick and they're like, Oh, I'm not good enough. But I think like you're kind of like an advocate for like average guys. I am. I want to like, if any toy company wants to make like the average dick or like I call it the commuter dick or the boyfriend (laughs) dick, the daily driver dick. Because, like, that's the dick you, you want to have sex with every day. Yeah. And there's dread, which is, like, a special occasion. That's, like, a Thanksgiving dick. Or, like, <laughs> you know, like, when you want that huge meal that you can only do once a year. But, yeah, for the most part, I mean, guys are more obsessed with dick size than, than anybody else. 100%. Like, that's one of the top five searches on porn is yeah. big dick by guys. Yeah. Um, but for me... Getting over all of that, I started streaking when I was in college, mm-hmm. and I called it putting my insecurities on parade, and that has actually been one of the best things about doing porn, which I didn't foresee, was now, like, if somebody wants to sleep with me, I'm like, she's seen my dick. She knows what's coming. Yeah. I mean, other than you, but maybe you don't want to sleep with me. Yeah. Which is I mean, of, I would, but yeah. I am, I'm married. I get it. I yeah. Kid. I'm like... It's complicated. Yeah, I yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's so nice because it's like... This is me. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing to hide. There's nothing like, this is who I am. Like, take it or leave it. And it's, the dick is such a strange thing because it's, I feel like we have such reverence for big dick. And it's like, he did nothing to earn that. He was born (laughs) with it. And the same with small dicks too. Like, it's just what you were born with. And what I always think too is there are some women who've had the best orgasm with other women. And guess what? Other women oftentimes do not have dicks. Yes, that is true. Not always, but. Yeah, not always. Sometimes. Sometimes. 
women do have Sometimes bits. you get the best of both worlds. I've been to an AVN party once where everybody was naked in the hot tub and all of the women had bigger dicks than me. And I was like, <laughs> well, this is frustrating. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Well, Sean, thank you so much for of course. joining us. Thank you it's for having me. It's always so fun to chat with you. You yes. are... Um, you are a real treasure to this industry. You and your average penis. I know, my average penis. <laughs> it's the people's penis, really. <laughs> can you tell everybody where they can find you and uh, your average penis online, yeah. please? <laughs> I'll give you my address if you really want to see. Um, it's seanalf.com, so S-H-A-W-N-A-L-F-F.com. And then all my links are at seanalf. So it's really simple. Fantastic. Yes. Do not forget to go and sign up for email updates on joy.city that is what you are seeing behind me it is a fly through of the first adult metaverse and we're so excited to be here at the avn expo bringing that to you so sign up at joy.city um be up to date on all of things happening in um the metaverse we're very excited and uh, there's a lot more coming your way so thank you so much for watching we'll see you in the next one This episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Jerkmate. Have you ever wanted to hook up with a stranger without having to actually leave the house? Check out Jerkmate, a website where you can have an out-of-the-ordinary hookup online. Jerkmate is an unapologetic adult community for kinky fun with real people online. You can match and connect with men, women, trans men, trans women, or couples. They have so many categories. Femdom, MILF, lesbian, trans anything that you could possibly imagine. They feature thousands of real models worldwide with so much diversity. It's confidential, there's no names and no pictures required. You can have private intimate chat sessions or use their cam to cam feature, turn your webcam on and experience what it's like to be watched. Create your free account and get 10 free gold tokens for your first private chat sessions. Of course, you must be over 18 to join. Go to jerkmate.com, that's J-E-R-K-M-A-T-E.com to browse models and find your perfect match. Hello, everybody. Day three at the AVN Expo coming to you from the Joy.City Brazzers booth. I have here Adeline Starr. Adeline, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So um, is this your first AVN? Or? It is my first AVN, And yes. how's it been for you so far? It's been exciting. I feel like, honestly, there's not enough time to do everything that yeah. I want to do. It's That's like, true. You have to be very selective. Yes. What are some of the things that like you really want to do that you're like what are the what are the things that you're struggling with doing one over the other? Um definitely like obviously I want to get in convention time but I'm also I'm from Texas so I'm super secluded from everyone else in the industry. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to come to these events and then I get to collaborate with other models. So it's like okay, are you going to collab this day or be at the convention? So right. just kind of deciding okay, which is which is best for you. Right, so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah cuz Especially if you're like kind of isolated mm-hmm. from everybody else, you want to come here. You want to meet as many people as you Correct. can, get your yeah. face out there, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. So you are a cam model, right? Correct, correct. And uh, where do you stream? I stream on Chatterbait. Okay. Yeah. And you've just started kind of dipping your toes into professional mainstream porn, is yes. that right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's been exciting. So tell us about that transition. Like, how did that happen? Did you reach out? Mm-hmm. Did, some, did someone reach out to you? Who did you start with? Yeah, um, so I was on Twitter. It was the beginning of 2021 and maybe around like um, beginning of the year. And I only had like 3,000 followers. And next thing you know, I get a Brazzers DM. And they DM me. And I'm like, no, like surely this is fake. And then sure enough, this was back before everyone had a blue check mark on right. Twitter. But I saw a little blue check mark. And I was like, oh my gosh, so I go. And it was indeed Brazzers. They said, hey. We want to chat with you. And so we did, like, an initial kind of, like, a phone call over um, over Skype or Zoom, what have you. And we just talked. And I was like, yes, I'd love to come on. And so next thing you know, by the next year, by January of the following year, um, they were like, hey, we want to put you with Reality Kings. So I did uh, Reality Kings. And then after that, I did um, two browser scenes. 
So tell us about that first scene. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Um, was it a boy-girl scene? It was a boy-girl scene, Had yes. you done boy-girl before for Cam? I'd done camming, yeah. Okay. I, I, I used to be a unicorn in my personal life, okay. so I'm very comfortable, very open. Can you explain to those who may not know what a unicorn is? Okay, so a unicorn is exactly what it sounds like. Um, a young girl or just a person, just a girl or a single person. It can even be a single person um, who would like to be the addition to a couple. So, and it's usually really exciting. Usually there's like the unicorns and then there's the bulls. And those are the single males who are kind of like, kind of like a unicorn, but male versions. Right, yeah. right. So I, I used to be in the lifestyle mm -hmm. and that, I think that's what kind of like helped make stepping into this industry was much more easier because I was already free in, right, that, right. in that realm. So what was that first scene with Reality Kings like? Like, take us through when you arrived on set, because I'm sure it was a much different experience than just camming at home. Correct, correct. It was very different. It was really exciting. It was a lot more, um, just a lot more calm and more tame than expected. I got on, and the talent um, uh, was there. I had actually ran into him the day before. It was James Angel mm -hmm. at Talent Testing. And so it just made it a little bit easier since I had already met my talent at Talent Testing. He was like, hey, do you want to go get tacos later? I know you're free. If you just want to kind of get to know each other, I know it's your first professional scene. Oh, so and nice it was nice. Him. And there was like nothing else involved. It wasn't like, hey, let me get at yeah, you yeah. before our scene or I mean, he knew like he was going to get you yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was he didn't like. didn't have to like. I mean, I guess he did have to charm you because if you went out for tacos with him and he was like super creepy and off-putting, you probably yeah. would have been like, you know, can I yeah. get somebody else? Yeah. yeah. So it, it made for a really, like, organic scene mm -hmm. um, because we already did, like, establish, like, hey, we know each other. So, yeah. yeah, that's nice. What was it like, like, just being on set with, like, you know, crew members there? And, it, was, like... it was actually, honestly, a much uh, smaller crew mm -hmm. um, than anticipated, and, um, and it was very different from my Brazzers um, yeah. crew. So the Reality Kings was a little bit smaller, but still, it was just... A lot more like laid back yeah. and just it was a natural flow yeah. so I enjoyed it yeah. um, <laughs> sorry it's Tommy Gunn over there yeah, I haven't seen him in forever um, so tell me about your browser scene then because you said your yeah. browser scene was a much different experience yeah so that one was um, I actually they had me booked for two back to back mm -hmm. so it was like okay like Gay, like prime time yes. one and prime time two. So it was exciting because I walked in and it was like so much camera crew, the um, hair and makeup stylist. Um, it was it was exciting because I think she ended up, no, I was on set for that one. Um, one of the ones I ended up having hair and makeup sent to my hotel room. And I was like, wow, this is the first time this has like happened for yeah. me. I've had, I've, I felt very special and official. So that was exciting. Um, but walking onto Brazzers set was I wouldn't say like overwhelming because I'm, I'm very well with crowds. I can do good with crowds, but it was a quite a bit of people. A lot of, like I said, just camera crew. The talent assistant was amazing, yeah. super nice. And um, it was a lot of just hair and makeup prepping for the scene. And it was exciting because we did we shot a scene in the bathroom and there was a guy in the shower holding the microphone like dangling over where we were shooting and Sounds he's about right. and it was just so funny because he's like in a stand like a, a stand up shower and it just like is, is this good am i doing okay like is that is it out of the shot is yeah. it out of the camera so it was it was it's pretty funny. Um, Matt, who's actually recording this for me right now, will tell you as a sound man the crazy spots that he's had to squeeze himself mm -hmm. into in order to get um, the sound recording. It's, um, yeah, it can sometimes be a, an interesting experience for sure. Yeah. It was, there was even, we even had to shoot with um, some like GoPro footage, what mm -hmm. have you. And uh, we had to film a very particular part of the scene. So even, we had to install a bidet. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I had to have a bidet. And so it was funny getting the guys to, watching the guys install a bidet. And I've installed a bidet all by myself at my house. And they couldn't get it to work. So I kind of let them do their thing. And then I was like, okay, let me, here, let, let me, let me <laughs> go ahead and help that. you. But you have, to, you have to let them do it themselves yes. first. Of and course. then you stop it. Of so. course, you have to let the men fail before the woman steps in to save the day. Very important. Yeah. So that that was that was my first Brazzers experience. That's awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that uh, next time I need some handy work done on my set. Oh my goodness. I know who to call. Yeah, yeah. For by all means, I'm in Texas. It might take me a little while, but I'll I'll, I'll show up for you.
Um, so are you going to the awards tomorrow night? I am not, no. I, I'm probably good just go out and have a nice dinner and enjoy myself. I'm going to tell yeah. you a secret. I'm not going to the awards Really? Either, and okay. I feel like we are the smart ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been to a few other award shows, and I'm just like, okay, like, hey, I was in a category with tons and tons and tons of other models, and I'm still very new to the industry, mm-hmm. so I was like, hey, it's okay. I'm good. Like, I'm just happy and honored to have a nomination for mm-hmm. AVN, literally my first AVN. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. What, what was your nomination for? Uh, favorite cam model. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I am also nominated in a category full of a lot mm-hmm. of nominees, So, mm-hmm. but it's also not a category that one goes up on stage to accept anyways. Oh, so even if I okay. did win, no one's going to miss me. Yeah. So they can just ship me my award because I am going to win, right? Because yes. it's for Best Adult yes. Industry Podcast. Yes. And I need to win that one. It's the only one I deserve, ABN. <laughs> it's fine. I'm You've not like this. bitter or anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much thank for you. coming to join us. Thank it's you. It's been a pleasure. Can you tell everyone where they can find you yes, online? Yes, I am Adeline Star. You can find me on Twitter at beauty underscore busty. And that's about it. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I am here at the Joy.City booth with Brazzers and, of course, with the one and only Alexis Fox. You might have caught our little, like, ensemble that we were doing before the start show started. It's this fucking song. I know. This like, music really, is very... <laughs> I really want to put her on a performance. I do. I'm like, whip my whip. <laughs> I mean, you are you are a performer, so, you know, like, you're, you're, you're just a performance just existing. <laughs> Just walking. <laughs> Just walking. You are. I have to say, though, like, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you, and you were so much fucking fun. Like, every time I ever work with you, we just laugh all day, and, like, you're just, you're such a pleasure to always, to be around. Like, you just have such a great spirit and energy. How do you, like, how do how, why? <laughs> how does this happen? How does, why are you so why happy? Why are you happy? <laughs> you must be, like, hiding, like, some deep, dark, like, secret. Is this, like, how you deal with life? Kind of. Now, <laughs> while we're all light and dark, all in one, I'm very comfortable with both sides of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or all sides of me. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just a very natural feeling. Um, <clears throat> I think, like, when you go through some shit and you change your entire life around and you really find happy, mm-hmm. it's just what comes out. It's yeah. just the inner joy within me and I'm around people. But I also take a lot of time away from people and rejuvenate. And that way I can I can give all of me in in the presence of people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And it should be like an like when people are around each other, make it an experience. Like yeah. it's an experience for me to be with you. So mm-hmm. let's let's have fun. Let's, yeah. let's laugh. It's life's too fucking short not to laugh. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And and it's it's God, we're so resilient and fragile all in every single moment. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. And it's just a really beautiful thing. And to not it's funny so just laugh it out and enjoy it yeah yeah no you're absolutely right and I I love like the way that you look in life and I know that you're you're like a very spiritual person as well but you're also like such a hard worker and such a practical person and you know very much like an entrepreneur so speaking of entrepreneur um you I mean the last time I spoke to you you were like you know, you had your podcast, which I know, of course, is up for um, Best Adult Industry Podcast. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, you had just come out with your coffee, I think, last time we spoke. And now you have your own beer. Is that right? Yeah. So the coffee, and uh, which is high AF coffee. And mm-hmm. we're going to do a little rebrand because people are a little confused with the word high. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to wake you up. I'm not put you asleep. Yeah, right, right. So we're doing a HAF. So we're going to change that a little bit. Right. Um, so I met a local brewer here in Las Vegas. This is where I live. And we got chatting, and he's like, hey, I would love to do a coffee beer. And I was like, fuck yeah, I have a coffee business, let's work together. Mm-hmm. So on a handshake, we literally created Cheers to Breakfast, which is lo- which is only sold here in Vegas. It's a mm-hmm. local brewer, you know, artisan beer. Um, and that led to a bunch of little one-offs, like stouts, this, that, and the other. And eventually it just came to this thing, like, hey, would you like to put your name on a beer? Like, you know, a simple blonde ale, which is, you know, not nice 5%. It's not, you know, it's not going to blast you out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's... It's uh, palatable for a lot more people. Right. It's not like an IPA where you got to be like a beer drinker to like maybe an IPA or a stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blind ale, most people can like just have it and be done with it. Right. Um, so I was like, fuck yeah. So we, we got connected with an artist. The artwork is super cool. And we actually used um, an award show image of me when I had blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So with the blonde ale, yeah, blonde hair. 
and we're gonna switch that up. So I did a milf stout, which is like this one off. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a great name. Right. <laughs> so it's a milk stout with my coffee in it, and we did it with the dark hair. Okay. So it's like, uh, and then we'll probably the light in the dark. Yeah, and then we'll probably do one with red. It could be like a strawberry blonde or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll just yeah. figure it out. We're, it's a lot of fun to do these projects. Yeah. And as another pleasure pleasure product in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. you know, either people love to drink coffee, people like to drink beer, people like to have sex. Yes. <laughs> so why not dip my hands and feet in all those things? Yeah. You know, and it's really fun for me to create these projects. Yeah. And it's really great, too, because you're a great representation of how, you know, somebody can be in the adult industry and they... You know, I think everybody thinks you're so limited. Okay, you can only be a porn star and you can only make porn movies and that's the only thing that you can do. Yeah. Where I think that we're really starting to see people like you are creating a brand and creating, like, products around that brand. And I think that that's something that we couldn't have imagined even, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. And, well, that's the internet, you know. And, and fans having that, you know, connection with us is more than just doing a convention once in a while. Now yeah. they're, like, seeing your name everywhere. And they want to buy your product. They want to yeah. buy that picture on the shirt. They want to buy your calendar. They want to buy – oh, and, and then the great thing about it is, like, fans are, like, seeing the picture of the beer, and they're like, holy shit, I don't even like to – I don't even drink beer, but I like yeah. it the can. Will yeah, you yeah, sign yeah. it? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll sign it. Yeah. So that's, like – it's the cool, it's, I don't know, it's just a really cool thing to do. And why not? You have this heart, you put all this hard work in creating your name. So why not branch out in all the different passions and dreams and things that make you happy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. What else are you going to do with this platform? You don't yeah. have to just, like, do one thing. We're multi-dimensional, faceted individuals. So yeah. dive deep into yourself and figure out what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, you know... You're obviously very successful in this industry. You've been in the industry for a while. Um, there's a lot of new people coming into the industry, I think, especially with the advent of OnlyFans. And it's, you know, much easier to get in the door and, like, even be self-sufficient. And you don't necessarily have to even do mainstream porn, sign with an agency, all the things that you had to do before to ever get anywhere. What would be your advice to new girls looking to get into the industry? Um, talk to the ladies that have been in the industry for a long time. Get a mentor. Your mentor can help and guide you and help you, you know, get through this business, create a business for you, for yourself, how to set up an LLC, how to trademark your name, how to set up your OnlyFans or your website or all these other little things. Yeah. How, like, I was fortunate when I got in, um, was it almost 13 years ago? <laughs> It's all right, girl. Fuck I've yeah. been in the industry for like 25 years. So <laughs> I'm like, like yeah, we're still you're rocking a, You're it. a baby. Woo! Let's still rock that <laughs> shit. But when I got in, like, I had Rachel Starr to look up to. And mm. she really helped me. She's a very business-minded woman. Mm. And she really just kind of said, okay, da-da-da-da, this is a business. And you can have great longevity. You can have great success. These are the things, you know, and hygiene even. And this is how you do that. Yeah. Or don't be afraid to ask me if this situation comes up. And don't be afraid to say no. And, yeah. and, and stick by your race. Yeah. To have someone to, to a mentor like that is just, I don't know, it's its also not your agent. Yeah. So it's just, you know, that bond with another woman mm-hmm. or whomever or that person. And because oh, men also can could use mentors as well. Yeah. And everyone. Yeah. All genders. Um, you know, just get yourself a mentor. Yeah. And that's a person that you could confide in, you could trust, you can talk to. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, your best friend that you're hanging out and, you know, doing parties with. Make it a person that you can, like, talk business with. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I always, like, kind of thought it would be cool to start, like, a big sister program, like, in the adult industry, you know? Yeah, you would think. And I like that's another thing, too. And and, and if you are coming out and getting a mentor, listen to what that mentor has to say. Mm -hmm. It's important, you know. Um, we've made the mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to. Yeah, so you don't have to. Yeah. Like, if we're saying, hey, this is a good suggestion, it's because maybe we've been down that path and mm-hmm. we've learned from the, from those situations. Yeah. I hate saying mistakes because I think everything's a learning situation. Yes. Yeah. Everything's That's, a learning curve. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've really, like, started manifesting that lately in the last year. I've really started looking at... I'm trying to shift my perspective. I do not look at things as problems anymore. I look at them as challenges. Yep. And I don't look at things as failures anymore. I look at them as, like, experiences. Yeah. And, you know, as long as you can, like, learn from everything that, you know, happens to you from mistakes, I think that these are all, like, valuable lessons. And I and I don't regret any of them. And that shift in perspective, I feel like, has really, like, helped me. Because, you know, like, life can be very scary sometimes. It's especially mindset. if you're taking big risks and... 
Yeah. You and know. this is a big risk. You've yeah. got to realize what you're doing is you're putting everything on the internet. And yeah. even you can say, I want that scene taken down. It's already been shared. Yeah. So good There's, luck. Yeah. But, you know, like, that's the thing. That's a, a mindset. Mindset, you know, it's also a thing I would tell a, a young person coming into the industry is mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, where where's your mindset right now? Yeah. You know, you've got to have a strong backbone and a mindset for this industry. It's an adult industry. And we're in adult entertainment. We're not education. Yeah. You know, in that yeah. sense. We can educate. There's some with us with certificates and doctorates and stuff like that. that yes, those are the people that can educate. Yeah, but then, then you got to be looking at, like, a, a specific educational teaching moment. Not, yes. like, going to Pornhub and watching, like, yeah. a stepmom scene and, like, oh, that's how you have sex with women, you Please know? Please don't. <laughs> I'm in entertainment. Yes. <laughs> I'm an entertainer. I'm yeah. not a entertainer. I'm not a real teacher. <laughs> I can play one. Very, I feel very like well. I've had as many jobs as Johnny since. I know. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering about who's had more at this point. I know, right? <laughs> oh I have God. not been an astronaut. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, we could your career this. is not over. We could. We could change this with the metaverse. This is actually true. In Joy City, um, we're going to be doing a lot of like VR green screen productions, Unreal Engine stuff, which is so cool because now, you know, instead of having, I mean, you know how the getting a location is always a battle. You know some of the horrible places that we've had to shoot in, okay? I, know, I, I won't specific, specify, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't tell you how relieved I am to like now be in a in a production place where like we'll have like one green screen studio that's always the same that has yes. like you know secure parking and like is in a safe place and we can use you know CGI to literally like make a scene on the moon. You can be a fucking astronaut in the metaverse, Alexis. You so, can be anything. So we're going to make the astronaut thing happen. Yeah. Now now this has to happen. This is how you manifest. Th- yes, absolutely. <laughs> you can Anything can happen in the metaverse. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, Alexis, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. I know you got to get back to signing with your fans. Yeah. There was that one guy specifically who was really annoyed that I took her away from her signing booth. She was supposed to be here. I know. He was like... Hello. I'm like, the show just she? started, dude. Where are you going? What I've train got, have you got look, to I'll catch? I'll be here for four more hours. <laughs> catch me today. I won't be here tomorrow except for the red carpet. <laughs> uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yes. Um, for Instagram, it's Alexis Fox Live. Twitter, Alexis Fox. If you want to catch the naughty side of me, it's mm-hmm. foxfans.com or just fox it. Fantastic. I have the amazing Chanel St. James. If you recognize her, that's because she was a Club Jenna contract star. Um, she left the industry for a little while, but she's back now. I'm back. <laughs> How, what's it like to be back? Oh, it's amazing. And wow, has the industry changed. Yes, yes, it really it has. has changed. Maybe tell us like a little bit, like, I mean, this is only a 10-minute interview, so just a short little um, retrospective of what it was like to be a club Jenna contract girl, maybe what things were like then and then, you know, what it's like now. Okay. Uh, It was amazing. It went really fast. I can't wait to do a longer interview with you Mm -hmm. and tell you the whole story. Yeah. Um, When I signed with her, it was just like on steroids. Yeah. (laughs) It just went. Yeah. And it went very fast. I mean, Jay was always very good at getting us set up for magazines or movies I would be. I was in the industry. Uh, I stripped for like 17 years, and I remember working all night, and then getting on a red eye, going to Florida to do a movie, and it's just, it was so fast. It, yeah. it went really fast. You know, one day I was here, the next day I was there. So it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I got very lucky being her club Jenna contract girl yeah. because she wasn't even looking for another contract girl. So. Yeah, but we'll get and, into that another time. Yeah, and it, but it's interesting too because you know. When Jenna created her own company and started signing contract girls, I feel like that was the first time that we really saw an adult star um, become a brand. That was something that wasn't really, people didn't really do. And so she was very much like a pioneer in that. And now, you know, the industry has changed so much, as you know, with these personal content platforms where girls are able to make money on their own and, um, you know, without having to shoot for big studios or any kind of middleman. We see a lot more of that entrepreneurial spirit where girls are like really focusing on a brand, building a brand. Oh, absolutely. um, You know, having all kinds of offshoots of that brand. I had Alexis Fox on earlier. She's oh, got yeah. a, a coffee brand. She's got like oh, that's a amazing. beer out now. Yeah. I mean, it's just like wow. amazing all of these things that you can do in the internet 
has really enabled that. So, um, you know, how have you found the industry in its new form now, now that you've come back? Um, I do have an OnlyFans. Um, actually, it's funny. Kieran Lee, a couple years ago, was like, why, Chanel, why don't you have an OnlyFans? I said, you're right. Why don't I? Yeah. So, and ever since then, we, um, I, op- I got one. And it's just, it's so amazing. The platform now of, like you said, you know, girls have their own coffee brand or they have a beer brand. It's just opened up such a bigger door. Yeah. It's, it's really unreal. It's fascinating to see where it's going. Yeah. And it's going so fast. Yeah. It's really enabled, you know, like I said, you know, content creators to be their own business and build their own brand. That's also so, so where I, we're so excited here, too, to be bringing the next step in that, which is the metaverse, which is, oh, of that's course, amazing. what we're here to promote for Joy.City because now we've got this platform where it's so much more immersive. Fans can experience you in a whole different light. Mm-hmm. It's VR capable. It's also, like, you know, regular just on your computer. Um, capable and uh, there's Very different personal. levels of monetization. You can have live events. You can create digital fashion. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, be an avatar, walk through the space, talk to your fans who are avatars. Like, it's just next level. But it's it's taking that, um, you know, interaction with fans, and it's taking that ability to brand yourself to the next level. So, you know, this is the next step in, you know, performers and creators really being their own business and it's just like it's really exciting to see yeah it's it is really exciting it is so exciting and and being your own boss in so many ways it's just it's just it's just fascinating i love it you know it's it's great do you find what what do you find like maybe what do you think is better with the industry now and what is there anything that's maybe a little bit more challenging um you know OnlyFans. it can be a hard platform to run and you know the interacting with your fans I I really enjoy that that's I like that a lot Um, it's oh it's just changed so much (laughs) I feel like now it's like you really are a small business owner you do a lot more yourself yeah absolutely before you kind of had an agent you just shop for the studios you got your check and like you went home and you didn't really have to worry about promoting yourself because whatever brand you were shooting for was promoting you yeah. But now you have to do all of that yourself. Do you find that it's more work now? I do. Um, you know, it's, it's almost like every day is a content shoot. Yeah. You know? I, I know. Mean, oh, wait, we're in a different hotel. Oh, no, wait. I know. Here, do this one. Okay, now another photo shoot. You know, I, I drive some of my friends crazy. I'm like, wait, take a picture. Wait, we got to do a video. Yeah, yeah. No, I so. know exactly what you mean. It's funny. I was talking to Cherie Deville about this. who's a dear friend of mine. And, you know, we're both workaholics. And it's like you will go on vacation and then you're in this beautiful place. And rather than, like, it's relaxing and enjoying your vacation, which is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You're like, oh, this is a great place to shoot content, you know? And it's like oh trying to... Do you find a, that work-life balance difficult for you? Or are you good at, like, setting those boundaries? Um, I'm good at setting those boundaries. Mm-hmm. I, I love it, though, because... And, and it is go, go all the time. And I'm a workaholic myself. And yeah. it, you just want to, you don't want to miss an opportunity. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a beautiful hotel. Yeah. You know, why not do this? And in the, the part that I love the most is that we hold the content forever. Yeah. When I'm 80, I'll still be this, this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also me putting it out there on my OnlyFans. Yeah, absolutely. Or a different platform, like the new one. Yeah. Well, actually, what's also super exciting about this is that, you know, we can do these incredible uh, digital scans of people and capture you as you are now and animate that real-life scan, that avatar. You've probably seen it, like, in a lot of movies, how, you know, in Star Wars they brought Carrie Fisher back and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you can basically immortalize yourself in the metaverse. And then you can just animate it. And then when you combine AI... You can literally exist in the metaverse as Chanel St. James, exactly like you are, forever. And you can continue to create new scenes digitally. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can just sit back and That's she amazing. lives forever. I love that. That's I love crazy, that. When I was right? with Jenna, I was I was always envious. She had a doll. I was like, oh gosh, all I want is a doll. Yeah. But now look where now we are. Now you can are. have an animated like, CGI <laughs> an avatar. doll that Woo. actually like, does its own thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That will be... I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. I mean, this is definitely next level. Yes. But this is where the business is going. And it's it's changing so much. You know, the video games, all that stuff is, um, like, the gamers, you know, it's all, 
just it's amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. And it's really cool too because adult has always been on the forefront of new technology, right? Like it's always right. been the one that's pushing it ahead, you know, with like VHS that like, you know, yeah. the success of that road in on the back of adult and then, you know, the internet obviously. Um, even like e commerce. I think one of the first e commerce stores was Stockroom, which is that like, you know, fetish kind of BDSM company. So, you know, it's no surprise that I think that the metaverse, Web 3.0, um, is also being championed and pushed forward in the adult industry because, um, you know, people just want... They want that porn. interaction, too. They want that content. Yeah. And, like, you know, new ways to experience it. There's such a demand for it. There is. There is a huge demand. And I think in 2008, kind of whenever I got out, and Jenna kind of got out, and things just kind of went haywire for a little while. Yeah. And I think the business was trying to kind of figure out where it was going yeah. at that time it was just so it was kind of like just a little bit of a dip and then now oh look out it's yeah. it's so different and stuff like this is making it different yeah because that was kind of around the time when um you know there's a lot of piracy going on right and, like mm-hmm. people were like getting their content stolen uploaded people weren't paying for it yes so yes bring out a business people were losing money and yeah, and it was like trying to figure out how can you manage piracy online? Like, mm-hmm. how can you manage, you know, content? And, um, you know, I feel like we've slow progress, but we've, you know, arrived now where, I mean, obviously piracy still exists, but not in the rampant way that it did before. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is also another great thing right. about the metaverse because it's like this is a whole new immersive space. That's a that's hard one to steal. Coded. You can't steal yeah. videos from this. That's amazing, though. That is true. Yeah. That is true. And especially with, like, Web3 and blockchain, you know, and you can buy your own NFTs and and display them in the metaverse. Like, people can't steal that from you. So that's, like, it's another thing that I feel like this platform is really, you know, here to benefit the adult industry with. And so. Yeah. Uh, It's the next big big thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, uh, it's 2023. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Shoot more content. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. We're in a different room again. Okay, yeah. more content. How yeah. much can I shoot? I, and I love that. I love. I really love giving that to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of fans that don't realize I'm back in the business. Yeah. So I'm really excited to interact with the fans and just be able to give them really great content. Yeah. So that's that's. The, I'm really excited for that. That's awesome. going to be really good going forward. This is going to be a big year. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. A big year. Well, Chanel, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell everybody where they can find you online? Thank you so much for having me, of course. Um, my OnlyFans is Chanel St. James. My new Instagram is Real Chanel St. James. My Twitter is Chanel St. James and the number one. Fantastic. I am here with the gorgeous redhead, Jessica Ryan. Thank you. How are you doing? I am amazing, and I am mind-blown that it's only day three. I know, right? <laughs> I have not gone out a single night. Yeah. I um, Tomorrow's the awards, though. Are you going to the awards? I am. I am. And tonight is the first night that I'm going out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Well, it sounds, like, it sounds like you're pacing yourself. It's probably a good idea, because uh, you don't want to, like... Blow your load on the first night, yeah. so to speak. Right. The, the recovery period is just not the same. No. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I remember when I was... When I was a youngin coming to these things and I would, uh, you know, be able to, like, drink all day and then, like, get up at 8 a.m. the next morning and, you was know, go back re- to the show floor. And now I'm just, like... Do you feel like you did it well, though? I feel like it no. might just be young and dumb. Yeah. Like, because I'll see some of the people and I'm like, I don't think you're really doing it that well. No, no. I, well, so... Ignorance. people know I was, like, a raging alcoholic. I'm sober now. And uh, I did it terribly. Thank you. Um, I actually... There was a time that... Uh, my mom, when I used to come to these things with my mother, when she was, you know, uh, in, before she retired, um, she lost me and found me. We were at the Mirage, and she, found, you know, how there's like a little like river running through the Mirage. I don't, but this there's sounds like, like fun. There's like a. She found me like in the river, like trying to like wade through the, uh, like those those water features in Las Vegas casinos are not for swimming people. What do they call them? It's like when you become victim to those like those thoughts. Like and you're like, what is it called? Um, not, it's not, my brain's saying inclusive. It starts with an I. It's like intrusive thoughts. Mm. When you fall to your intrusive thoughts, you do a thing. Like, have you ever seen like somebody actually pushes someone or steps on someone's shoe? 
you've, you've fallen victim to your intrusive thoughts? Oh, I don't. You know, honestly, I was in a blackout during this period. So, so you I had don't know. no, you had no inhibitions to stop your intrusive I don't thoughts. Know what my thoughts were. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. I just remember my mother the next morning being like, everybody wants to. Everybody wants to get into the lazy river, though. You just didn't have that inhibition control. Yes. So, yes. like, it, you didn't do something that other people wouldn't have wanted. Right. Okay. Give yourself that credit. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> now I feel like I didn't make a terrible decision. Um, all right. So, Jessica, you um, have a couple of, you have a new project. I do. That you have just wrapped up, right? Yes. I finally have launched my very own website. It's, it is a, it, it's, I, it's a project. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about it. Um, so, cultofjess.com. Um, I have been working hard at getting this put together. It is still a work in progress. There's so much that I'm going to be doing. Um, I just, I, I love my fans, and I've been frustrated on so many aspects of trying to have, like, a quality interaction with everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's better, um, but I'm still working on things, and I'm hoping to bring in some really cool stuff soon and having them interact in a different way of... Um, even helping me direct some stuff and like kind of doing polls and whatnot. Okay, just, so like really kind of reaching out to your fan community for help in creating content. Yeah, and like, what they're looking to like see. beyond the basic fan platform of like sexting and like sending pictures and getting regular updates, which is cool. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, but I want to like I want to make some really cool shit. I have some super nerdy fans. Yeah, I actually didn't tell you about. I have my book club. <laughs> You have a book club? I have a fucking book club. I can't believe that has escaped me. Um, so I, the Cult of Jess has kind of come from, I have a science fiction book club because I love I love nerds. Um, and I, science fiction to me, which uh, we were talking about joy, is just a personal fetish yeah. of mine. Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's a group. <laughs> so, okay, so hold on. So... You have a book club with your fans. You guys pick a book, you read the book, and then what, you come together and you talk about the book? Yeah, so because, like, like, you know, the pandemic was amazing in the sense of making everything go digital. Right. Um, So I found the land of Discord, and um, I started up a Discord channel to bring people together. And, like, we've done various ways of, like, doing our talks. We'll do um, either, like, through a watch party Mm -hmm. where we'll watch the movie, compare the things, or we'll just do it directly on, like, a voice channel on Discord. Right. And it's fun. Um, I'm ADHD, and it's so hard to finish books. And it's like a support group. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it like gives you motivation. Oh, my God. It's like, it's, it's my reading support group. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, so you also have some great scenes that you wanted to talk about, right? Yes, yes. So um, I have a, one that I am so happy it finally came out. It was a super hot scene, and it was, it's, I only wear white in porn because I get it dirty very easily. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to wear a white pair of white pants and a white shirt in this um, boy-girl scene for Hustler. I wish I remembered the title right now, but hello. Um, but so where I like had to, I wiped my hands with like car grease on them and then I was hitting on the mechanic or my neighbor. It's been a while since I've shot it. And then, of course, there, therefore, there was sex. Right, of course, but, because once you wiped your hands on your pants, you mm, had to take them off. I had to take them I mean, you them can't off. go around with dirty pants. That's no, ridiculous. No. Just take the pants off, and then you have no pants. Especially that makes way more sense. Hand prints on your ass, what will the neighbors think? Oh, my God. I mean, it would be much better to just not have the just pants. Fuck. Just, just, yeah, just fuck. Just bottomless. Yes. Oh, and then, of course, have sex. That's <laughs> how we resolve all issues in the adult industry. And then there was sex. And then there was sex. <laughs> Speaking of sex, um, let's just quickly kind of laugh about that. Browsers, actually, no, sorry, not Browsers scene. It was a twisty scene. Yes. Um, that we, the Christmas scene. Oh my gosh. That yeah. we shot with you, Slim Thick Vic, and Gianna Dior. Now, was that your first ad scene? Or? That was my first ad scene in a while. Okay. And it was actually my first. I'd done ad scenes before, but not like this one. We this got out there before the sunset. Specific. You yeah. did an amazing job. The sun was not set, and we got out, which these scenes are very difficult to shoot. Yeah, yeah. They're very specific. They're very specific. So for those of you who don't know, you're like, what the fuck's an ad scene? <laughs> an ad scene is basically a scene that is very heavily reliant on very specific, what we call ad moments. Mm-hmm. If you ever like go on Pornhub or any of those sites and you see those like little square speeded up GIFs 
um, with a lot of <gasps> surprised, shocked faces and pants being ripped or someone getting stuck in a fridge or whatever, like the nonsense, you know, that we have um, in porn. And those are called ad scenes because those those very specific moments, the, <gasps> the <gasps> oh my God, my pants, like those are moments that we have to absolutely capture and we have to get that over the top expression because it really catches the viewer's eye and they're like, oh my gosh, what is this scene? And then they click on it and then they go to whatever site that is promoting and that drives a lot of traffic. So... I almost, I almost feel like we could shoot. be much more innuendoed with it. I'm just thinking about it because, like, clickbait, it's like it's those things that like attract you to it. And yeah, there's masturbate, yeah. like masturbate, clickbait. Like, yeah. there's there's some in, in, innuendo in there somewhere that I will figure out eventually because I love <laughs> wordplay. Yeah, it's got to be. But it was it was a fun scene to shoot. It was so much fun, and I loved how the pictures of you guys really looked like we kept laughing because it was you know these these three hot women like dressed kind of demurely in mm-hmm. front of like this Christmas you know, scene with Festive. the tree and it felt very much like home and country, like a magazine cover or something like that. The decor was amazing. Yeah, that was Amber. That was all Amber. Holy she did a great shit. job. I'm yeah. like, can I hire her for Christmas decorations? Uh, you know, it's so funny. The location owner said the same thing. Really? Yeah. He was like, she did so good. Oh my She's God. Really yeah. No, that was, that was amazing. And that was a stupid fun day. Yeah. Really <laughs> um, so Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you, albeit briefly. Yes. Um, can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Oh, my goodness. It might be easier to go cultofjust.com and find all the things because all the social media platforms have been just left and right deleting random things. So they don't match. It used to be all love Jessica Ryan. You can find me on Twitter, love Jessica Ryan. Still got that one. Instagram is Rose of Apathy. It's new. Please follow. It'll encourage me to post more shit. Um, and there are other things. Cultofjust.com. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's always good to like funnel people to one uh, specific place. And it's then, too difficult. Because you can update your handles as your shit gets deleted, uh, which happens a lot, unfortunately. This is the life of adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I still have uh, at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, you are hopefully lucky. That, that sticks. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. But, of course, where you really should be going is to joy.city and signing up for email updates because we're going to be launching this platform very soon. We've got some really exciting announcements coming up, and you definitely want to be in the know because the future is the metaverse, Mm. and the future is now. I love it. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my show and want to support it, I ask that you take the time to rate and review my podcast. Now, if you're not sure how to do that, you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash HRU and you'll automatically be directed to the various podcast apps your device supports and then be led to the place where you can rate my show. Five stars, of course, and leave your glowing review. Okay, it doesn't have to be glowing, but you know, say something nice. You can also financially support this show through my Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, where you get so many perks for your support. Things such as early releases and live recordings of my interviews, merchandise such as stickers, mugs, and hoodies, autographed copies of my photography books, free access to my private Snapchat and not safe for work website hollyrandall.com, and my bonus podcast, My LA Porn Life. Also, join my Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Holly Randall Unfiltered, and you can watch the video versions of these interviews at youtube.com slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. Oh, and of course, sign up for my newsletter at hollyrandallunfiltered.com and get all the info on upcoming guests and special projects. Again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting my podcast in whatever way that you can. <laughs>